When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be so Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Yes, something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. All right, there you go. Uh, silence the voice. We thank you quite kindly as we uh, cruise through another beautiful day. Absolutely stunning weekend, by the way. Oh, it's awesome. Unreal. And it's perfect again right now. Paradise is upon us. It's October. It's my favorite time of year in this city, October, November, especially when it's right. I only hate it when it jumps up to like 107 for no reason in October. But so far, it doesn't look like that. Another perfect day here today. Everybody's talking about the game last night, the Brady versus Belichick. and The most uh, the most awarded, well, when that pass record was hit, it was amazing. The <laughs> ceremony that they, you know. Pretty unbelievably anticlimactic because they had to wait to you give them that extra they yard. Had for that? Well, Robert Kraft said it. Uh, they fudged uh, the numbers. Yeah, on the early uh, shows, he was he was talking. He goes, "Told you, head to the board at the end. We've got quite a presentation for Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, I'll be good to handy dandy doodle." But uh, yeah, so then they did that. But Tom Tom Brady, all time leading passer, and then uh, the uh, I forget, you know, it was the most touchdown passes or something like that. He had some other record he broke in Foxborough, and he's got all these other tons of them. And it's just so – And now he's beaten every team. Right. What a storybook it is that this dude's career, to go back to Foxborough to become the all-time leading passer. I mean, that's just – the serendipity of that is you couldn't – you can't fix this. You can't you know, write that. You can't fake it. You yeah. can't go through 20 years and go, and then. Right. Like, it's perfect. You know, the thing that's getting me is that uh, I hated him in, in New England. Me too. I, I like him, him. Now. And it, toward the end of last year, I started going, look at this guy. He's, yeah. he's, having he's fun. approachable. He's yeah. having fun. And this year, it's just disgusting yeah, yeah. how much I like him. I do, too. I'm the same. And I'm like, Tom Brady in a Buccaneer outfit. You know what? Go win them all, kid. I don't care. I can't Never stand him. With, and, I, and that made me realize it's the Belichick thing. I totally agree. Because now I see Tom as like a competitor. And like he's like, man, he's out there just competing. The dude, it's, it's all, he's on fire. And in, in New England, I'm like, look at this prick running up and down, screaming and this yelling. This system, the only way he's working because well, I, I, I knew system. he was great, but I was just, I just hated how smug. It all seems so smug and arrogant in New England, and down in Tampa, it just seems fun. Except Gronk, Gronk's still a hillbilly. But other than that, it's like well, that dude. Did you see what happened to him last week? Everybody's yeah, like, yeah. broke eighteen okay. ribs. All of his ribs. <laughs> yeah. 
All of his ribs are gone. They, they kept lung. climbing. I'm like, come on. So like, I know it's a tough scratch. Yeah, it's First a lot, it was right. one. Yeah. I know bruised. it was First right. it's bruised. Right. Then, then it's, it's like cracked. <laughs> then every rib in his body and plus seven on his plate broke. And no lungs. And his lungs exploded. And also he's going to miss next week. Well, yeah, he's going to miss next week. The one thing that bugged me, though, because, I mean, it was a good game. And I think Belichick got the better end of it. What we talked about last week when I was like, I think Bill Belichick, if anybody knows how to disrupt Tom Brady and make him confused, if that's possible, it's going to be that guy. They sat in a room for 20 years. It would make sense. Constantly hearing Tom Brady say, I hate that. I hate that play call. I hate looking at that. if, If only the league knew how much I hated this, they'd throw it at me all the time. And Belichick knew that. And so they, they worked offenses out around like, well, the Steelers are going to come with this or the, the Titans are going to do that. And If only they knew Tom Brady's Achilles heel was base 3-4. Like you can't see, he can't see past the, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's usually the, the simplest thing is the one that stymies him. And all the other ones are you know, all the hard, elaborate stuff he can do. He can't do, he can't do addition, but he can do like algebra at the highest level. Uh, and if anybody knew that, it was Belichick. And he played it perfect last night. That If it wasn't for a couple of tip balls and fumbles and whatever, I think the Patriots well, – Or the kick, doink. Yeah, miss kick. At the end. But I'm, I'm watching the beginning of the game last night, and they're talking to Patriot fans. And I realized oh, something. Schwartzy? Well, no, I didn't see that guy. <laughs> the girl. Oh, well, oh yeah. The old lady Schwartzy. Was awesome. Schwartzy? And was she in a half-tom, half tom half Bucks no, 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 no. Straight up, Pat. She was, she was ready to kill him. Okay. And he can Good. suck it. Good. Well, they found that one. I didn't see that one. Everything else I saw. Remember when Adele was fat? <laughs> yeah. And, and the song Hello came out, and she's singing about, like, Hello, it's me. And she's singing to a guy she clearly dated that's like, Yeah, hi, how are you? You want to have a chat about the past? And the guy's like, Uh, kind of moved on. Yeah. Don't really. And she's sitting there going, Hello from me. And they're. Singing like this person misses them as much as they miss that person. Like their ex doesn't think about them anymore at all. But they sit and go, oh, you know, they're in the bushes. They're stalking. That's what Patriot fan is to Tom Brady. They're fat Adele. They think he still thinks of them as much as they think of him. And it's not even close. He went on. He got himself a championship. He's happy. He's throwing the the Lombardi trophy in the bay. He's swimming. He's drunk. And they're sitting there going, I wonder if he's thinking of me. The the fans are hilarious, fat breakup girls. You you don't know how dead on you are because Schwartzy – is Adele with a steelworker's haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's that's a good description. Uh, I've been calling you, Tommy. I uh, <laughs> but once you do, it seems field. like seems like every time I call you, Tommy, you don't answer. <laughs> it's just probably you're busy, right? Call me back. Call me back, Tommy. I'm sorry for everything I've done, but when I call you, you never seem to be home, Tommy. <laughs> this is just lyrics from the song. Hi, from the outside there. Well, at least I tried. <laughs> I'm sorry I broke your heart. It don't matter. Clearly, uh, it doesn't tear you apart anymore. I'll go home now. Clearly, we're, we're on different pages here, Tommy. Got to go pull a shift. Hello, how are you? It's so typical to me to talk about myself. I'm sorry. Let's talk about you, Tommy. What you been up to? <laughs> it's, it's the lyrics from the Hello song by Adele. They are still enamored and in love, and he's parading around his new girlfriend. Because what, they gave, what he gave us. Oh, Brady, it was the best years of our lives. Oh, by the way, that's the only Bill Burr impression I do. Oh, it's the noise he makes. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, oh, hello from the other side there. How are you? Well, anyway, I tried. Yeah, hi. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm real good. Uh, so uh, maybe we could uh, 
I'm in California right now. We're out in California, maybe dreaming about you. You dream about me? I've forgotten how it felt before the world fell apart for us. Is it still bad for you? No, I got a championship. New girlfriend's great. New kids. Oh, Tommy. The one, the one fan that was pretty honest about the assessment as far as saying, look, he was on our team. He's no longer on our right. team. Time to cheer Patriots not, only. Not, I am not a Brady fan. Celebrate him. He's probably been uh, when he retired. booted from the yeah, Patriots. Likely, yeah. Oh, we don't talk about it that way. Don't. You celebrate him when he retires. You don't, you know, when Rod Woodson came back as a Raven, won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. The Steeler fans didn't have a big video collage of how great it was to have Rod Woodson back. Uh-uh. He's a legend in Pittsburgh, but no. When uh, Franco Harris came rolling in dressed as a Seahawk, there wasn't a big video montage of possibly the greatest Steeler to play the game. Uh, no. It's like when the Cardinals put up, uh, or the Suns have done it too, in their ring of honor. Like Chris Paul's going to go in the ring of honor. He's been here like an hour. <laughs> and everybody, they, they, it's already done. It's their guy. Well, uh, this, day and age, this day and age, it's a little different because you rarely get that guy who stays. You, know? yeah. you don't get that dude who is a, yeah, if, he, a if he puts forever. in a couple more years, another He's year. He's only got a couple more years. He took him yeah. to the championship. He's in the ring of honor. There's something about Chris Paul is just going to be – he's going to be like nine ring of honors. Well, anyway, Tommy, I'm sorry I broke your heart. You didn't. I'm good. It's no secret. Both of us are running out of time to try to get this fired back up, right? It's not going to happen. All right. Well, I'll call you tomorrow. We'll see how that goes three years from now. Oh. He's still in Tampa. Oh, if he's 48, <laughs> he's got three more. <laughs> Tommy, thinking about me? No. God You're damn a dick, it. Tommy. We've got this new kid, Mac. He's nice. It's not you, Tommy. No one will ever be you. A million miles between us here, Tommy. But I was watching those those saps on the NFL game day. They those sold it giant good. Giant women. Yeah. And I'm like, they're Adele. Because the, I remember listening to that song. Adele had like three or four songs in a row that were huge hits, and all of them were her talking to a, a dude who's clearly moved on. And she's sitting there singing like, oh, we're both so sad. It, it was when Bill Bidwell... Petitioned the NFL not to leave the NFC East because of the the rivalry with the Cowboys. And he's like, our rivalry is too big. How can you split this up? And, uh, and Jerry Jones said, what rivalry? You're yeah. the only team we don't have one with. And Bill's like, what are you talking about? Jerry, hello, it's me. Hello from the other side. I'm rolling in the deep over here. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I was dying yesterday watching those fans not know what to do. I will give them credit. They were cheering wildly for the Patriots at the end of the game, which last week I said, if that one's close and TB12 is driving, I have a feeling the crowd's going to cheer. If and he when he walked off. out on the field. Oh, they gave him a good heavy boost. They gave him some boost, but there was, a, yeah. there was a good pop. Yeah. But doesn't it all seem fake now? How did that happen last night? You get the Patriots and Bucks going down to the wire, and then. <laughs> Disney. Right down the road, you got the, well, the Red Sox and Yankees have a play-in game. I'm like, since Disney bought ESPN, it's, it seems like everything is storybook. There's nothing anymore that just sort of happens. 
Storybook weekend for Scarlett Johansson. She got her $40 million. They need her money back, so they're going to get it in two swoops. But it was pretty awesome last night. It was a pretty good game. And, and those sports moments that occur like that, you just can't help but sit back and say that's pretty neat. That was a pretty neat moment. Just the fact that it all lined up, that he's going to break the all-time passing record right there at his former house. I Keep mean, Drew in the rain. Get him in a suit. Put him... Put him in the rain. You like you like that because of his hair. You want to see it melt? Yeah, no, the way, no. I'm just saying he was out there for that. Oh yeah. Well, he was there because it was yeah. Sunday night game. Correct. That was arranged way but before. He was but. like out on the field in the rain. I'm ready to. Uh, yeah, I'm with Acknowledge you. that, and I, they just it. It flatlined. Yeah. I think they sat down with a chalkboard and was like, "All right, you're going to need 343 yards yeah. in the first game, you're need <laughs> right. 305 yeah. in the second, and then by the you time the first quarter's over, yep, you'll be you'll be in Foxborough and you'll get it. Average three fourth. You'll be able to break it in Foxborough. Yep. And you can you can you know boost your numbers the first three games make it easy exactly. or have like the greatest he was going to break it no matter what. Yep. But it was uh, they pulled him early. It was incredible. It was just such a moment, and I hate it because it's Tommy and Bill, and then Bill Belichick's son, that redneck swamp thing, Steve, with his dumb mullet for attention. They kept showing and trying to make oh. a thing. Yeah, he's very Gruden-esque. Okay, Chris, we get it. Yeah, he's doing a lot of faces, tongue out. Hey, look at him, Al. He's very Gruden. He's I like it. I think he's great. Look, he's great. Shut up, Collinsworth. You like everybody. But if you ever watch the Steve Belichick press conference, it's one of the funniest things you'll ever watch because he went out and did an impression of his dad. Like the press thought they were going to – when he did the Super Bowl thing, and he just – it's going to be pretty lit. We're going to have a uh, have a lit time. <laughs> it's like he was saying young words as yeah. his dad, and I was like, all right, this kid might be funny. But he's trying too hard. The mullet's not cool. You're doing it for – Completely for shine. attention. Yeah, the whole family seems to have like their their claw in the ribs of America just to make us hate them, and they seem to like it. Well, he started coaching at 13. For the well, right. Sure, he had no choice. 10 years. You know his dad is, right? <laughs> you're, uh, your future's been determined. Dude. You're in eighth grade you're, now. You're going to go ahead and be a you're professional five football foot eight, coach. You're not going to play in the league. Don't worry about it. You were never going to play in the league anyway. <laughs> Put your school books down. Math is stupid. Uh, learn the playbook. That's how. That's all it was. It's but he's a doofus, and I don't know how they keep like they just find they find a group from Central Casting in Hollywood of punchable little pricks and put them on the <laughs> sidelines of the Patriots. And uh, Josh McDaniel, Josh McDaniel's oh, the biggest just, one. Just, I just hate somebody that you just asshole. you would rear back and hit him oh in a bar God. just for looking at you. He's one of those people you realize why, well, dude. You got into a fight. I had to bail you out of jail. What happened? I don't know. This guy was looking at me. I'm like, you fought because he was looking at me. Now I understand that because I think if Josh McDaniel looked at me, I'd be like, what's your problem, asshole? Yeah. Like, I, I think I – That was time, him in Denver. That's when I started. Oh, Look at this asshole. As an adult human being, I try, you don't get in fights. You just, you, you just don't. It's just – you're not an adult anymore if you're starting to swing in your 40s. I'll you're take him on. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll defend myself, but I'm not going to fight anybody. Uh, but I think maybe I would, Josh McDaniels, just for, just looking at me. Just I, I kind of get that now that he's looking at me. What's this guy want? I don't like how he's looking at me. I'm not sure I could walk away from. I think I would be the antagonist. Like you, you got a problem? Yes, he's the guy yeah. that you poke. Yeah, be like, do you have a problem with me? Yep. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. You turn your eyes somewhere else. Yeah. You need to look at something. What's this guy's problem? Hey, whoa, and then whoa. I'd be the whoa, asshole, whoa, bro. Very punchable faces on the Belichick sideline. But what are you gonna do? And again, go back to the good stuff this week in Cardinals. I mean, little magic of Kyler Murray. 
I didn't listen to the radio broadcast, but I'm sure SoFi Stadium is sending a bill to the Cardinals broadcast team for all the just absolute wolfly eject that oh flew around God. in that room. I didn't get to hear it, but I'm positive he lost his mind yesterday. His love for Kyler Murray is, what? I, it's unmatched. Oh, David, he's the best thing I've ever seen. Hello from the other side. Kyler, I called last time. You must not have been home. Oh, and that's how it is there, Brady. You got to get in there in the mind of this. Oh, I love him. You hold him. You pet him. And I will call him George. I will call him Kyler, <laughs> David. But, yeah, so good for you, Cardinal fans. Excellent, excellent weekend. Uh, also, they still haven't found that Brian Laundry. But some guy said he saw him walking around. And I don't know if you guys have you seen see, the video. Did you see Inside Edition? Uh-uh. They had a dude rolling through the swamp because he got attacked by an alligator. This is the swamp that Brian Laundrie's in. <laughs> and he's in it? They found some <laughs> random dude who got attacked by an alligator, and that's supposed to relate somehow? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a great story. <laughs> well, it, was he looking for has, Brian Laundrie? But it has F all to do with Oh, with yeah, but Brian was, was he looking for Brian Laundrie? No. Oh, he's just in the swamp. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I that was the first thing. Find a body in the swamp. Yeah, look, I'll could be, be honest with you. It'll be laundry. I'm a reporter. You're going right to that. That's guy? that's my new story. <laughs> we'll find laundry later. the The video I can't get enough of is the mermaid like hair of Dog the Bounty Hunter wa- wandering through the swamps. Have you seen it? No. Go to TMZ and watch this video. Is the funniest thing you've ever seen. So there's a everybody has to get out of the boat, and there's Dog in his leathers, all of it, and he's waist high in this water, and he's hoofing through. The swamps, looking for Brian Laundry. They're like, kicking up everything in the swamp. Like he's able to swim underwater for hours now. So he, only thing missing is like nets that they're dragging uh, along the. Uh, evidently, because at first I'm like, what are they looking for there? They walk him all the way to the edge of the swamp, and you see other guys trying to. They go into the, you know, it's there's an airboat and dogs in some sort of yacht looking thing. But he hops in in his leathers. His hair is so ridiculously golden yellow. It's it's a it looks like a merman is coming out of the swamps. His he looks ridiculous, but they they're following him all over the place, and you just can't get enough of this hair because it's he's like eighty, right? I don't know how old dog is. He looks sixty nine, I think. Is he only sixty nine? Jesus, time has not been kind. But that hair and then he, it's <laughs> Beth. It is. Look at that. If you play the video and he's he's there's no reason for him to be in that water at all. It's all for show, and they film it and put it out. It is so funny. Oh, yeah. that's It is so funny. And he's wearing his dog gear. He doesn't even have, like, a swimmer. Does the Appalachian Trails extend down into Florida? Evidently. Because that's where they, well, they saw him in Carolina and Tennessee. Oh, Some, somebody right. saw okay. him up in uh, – Gotcha. Uh, he's in a car, though. Burn your degree. He's in a – uh, laundry's in a car now. So if Dog, who's found his campsite twice down in Florida, is on the trail, he lost him. Because last known sighting now – or. Suspected sighting. He was in a car up there by, uh, was it Carolina, Tennessee, somewhere like that? that. Yeah. But there's dog. It is so great. Because he's no reason to be in this water. Right. And clearly. the boat over so dog can get through there? I got it. (laughs) He calls himself dog. (laughs) If you want, I can hold your camera while you jump in if you are jumping in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, cameraman got to get in this swamp full of alligators too, for (laughs) sure. But look at his hair. It's perfect. I mean, his dog hair goes. None of these dudes. Don't follow me. I'll follow you. What's the reward on on uh, laundry? I heard fifty thousand. Fifty grand is it? Yeah. Did they get fifty grand for those two That's escape guys out up. there? And they got to be more than that. I think it was fifty thousand. That's nothing. Yeah. I wouldn't. Look You're not going to find them. No way. You got to put a tariff on that because the dudes who escaped from Florence were fifty grand. And the only reason I know that is because a Steeler fan found them. 
And I'm like, where's this 50 grand? That was two of them, granted, but still. The, the, the this re- one is 30,000 for tips. A tip is 30. Dog adds 10,000 as a reward. His own hard Personally dog adds person, 10,000. <laughs> it's only 40 or 50 grand to find this guy? Apparently. <laughs> off you go. Yeah, rewards totaling $30,000 That's offered for tips. It's terrible. Put that in this infrastructure bill. The here's Brian a, Laundry reward needs to be a, a law trillion. Firm that's offering an additional twenty. Yeah, so but the it, Learner and Row of Florida is well, offering. I trust it 20. as far as I can throw it. When companies get involved, right? There's going to be like a. It's like the hole in one contest at a golf tournament. You hit the hole in one, you're like, congratulations. You know, you got to come back. You qualified to hit the hole in one again. I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> oh yeah, you hit the hole in one. If you do it again, you win the car. Like that's impossible. The old fiestable challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that uh, – what golf tournament we play in that one time, Brady, and they were like uh, – it was chipping the ball in the hole. Yeah. And if you ch- – I think it was a Cadillac or something. And it was a 50, 60-yard chip. And you're like, this is amazing. Everybody's 20 bucks a guy. A line of people. We're all chipping. I'm doing it again. Another ball. And then you find out when somebody would drain it. And a few people did. That then they went into another. You're in the finals. They were in a chip or off. maybe quarterfinals. They were in I don't a chip know how off. many. Yeah, single shot. That's it. Win the car. And it was like a 180 yard drive or a, a par three. You had to hole out. Oh so yeah, like, I have to hit a hole in one <laughs> off the it's chipping just game. Two hundred and one yards. Yeah, it's a two hundred one into the wind, floating green. Yeah, <laughs> and the pin is right on the edge. Good luck. <laughs> so if this was a tournament hole. There'd be zero holes in one on it. Right. Do you want the Cadillac or not? I'll try. <laughs> Okay. And then you embarrass yourself by chunking one up there. And then they have the nerve to say, anybody who puts it on the green qualifies for another $20 to win the car. Everybody can put it on the green. That, all right. Then hole in one on a 400-yard par four. If you hit the sprinkler head, it'll bounce. All right. This is never going to happen. Never, ever. But Dog the Bounty Hunter crawling around in that sewage. He, he's probably uh, liking the fact that it's low because he'll be the only one looking for him. That could be. Yeah, you get that price up running. You, you don't want to pop it up. The more you get, then you get more people involved. You go national fugitive. It's a, it's six figures yeah. for a reward. Yeah. You would think. Because that's, you know, 100 grand is reasonable. I don't know who puts up the pony. For, who, who who puts up know. the dough for that? The government? The FBI? Well, like you never hear about the payout. There either. was a law no. firm that offered 20. Well, that's Doc's got 10. That's, that, those are side deals. I know. I'm talking about when they say reward. Fifty thousand. Is I think it? The, that's the county. Like here for what that county? Was Pinal County that was offering that reward for those escaped prisoners. Well, that makes sense it's on their watch because it's here. Yeah, yeah. And they put up fifty grand, maybe state. That's what I'm saying. But is it's it state or county? What kind of kitty does that come out of? Taxes. <laughs> there yeah, could be. Pay, pro- it could be um, corporations too. We'll put it up there. Or- you think? Isn't that dangerous? Too? I don't know, Brady. Right. I don't know if you can just. Announce a number without having the backing on it. So you're telling me like Governor Ducey has a sales team that whenever there's an escapee that they call up their corporate friends and go, hey, we could use a few thousand. Let's crunch some numbers. <laughs> you got 50, Doug. We're going to spend some of this road money. I wonder how it works. I wonder if you do something yeah, like that. It's dollar for it. Basically, it's a complete write-off, like 100%, not a. Like the WNBA. It's, like, yeah. it's 100% write-off, and yet yep. it still survives. Nobody ever asks where the money comes from. Huh. It's just funded. Interesting. Well, it's somewhat fascinating, but if you want to find him, 50 grand, I'd hold him hostage for God's sakes. If I find Brian Laundry, I'd be like, 50 grand's not enough. You don't get your laundry until I get my price. I'd hold him hostage for 100,000. 
It's 50K, and you'll get a star on the Walk of Fame in, in Hollywood. <laughs> Dog will. And you get your N-word card back. I'd clunk that laundry in the head, tie them up, put them in my game room, and call the authorities and go, I know where laundry is if you guys want them, but hundred grand minimum. Where's the tip? All right. You just heard me. I know where he is. If you don't say hundred grand to you at the end of this, that he's still in Wyoming. I just saw him. And I'd send him on a wild goose chase. But if I find him, I'm not making a big stink uh, for fifty. They're not going to tax you. And- According to this article, Crime Stoppers provides a lot of money uh, for through fundraisers, sponsors, and donations for reward money. What did they just sit on it all year? Apparently, huh? Scott Haynes says, "John, you cannot put a price on that N-word card." That is true. That is, that is an invaluable get back for dog. <laughs> He's spending money to get his card back. <laughs> it's a riot. I just don't understand the way things work anymore. It's all goofy. You got this dude with the cowardly. Laundry dude's been doing pretty good as far as eluding. He's great at it for just some dumb kid. Of course, he's had no responsibilities his whole life. He spent None. the last few years driving around the country. He's been looking for nooks he's and crannies. Practicing. Yeah, he's, he's been he's been seeing he's hiding prepping. spots. Yeah, he's been prepping for hiding spots for a long time. I tell you, if you've gone through any of those Utah national parks. There's a lot of places to hide. I drove from Kearney, Arizona, back to my home uh, years ago, uh, the south route. There's <laughs> right. a Circle K, a closed diner. This is where you discovered the Tom Mix Memorial. No, right? no, no. I went, I went by it without knowing it. Oh. The Biodome. And that is all. <laughs> and all I kept saying was, if I killed someone, this is where I would go. And I'm like, I wonder, and if I'm thinking that, not a murderer, because I'm not Brady, it's exactly what a murderer would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not Brady. But if I'm thinking this is where I'd bury the body, somebody who wants to kill someone, who has that first, that's right. So now it's premeditated. Because it'd be like, if I hated you, I'm like, hey, Brady, I got this golf course I know about. I just opened up out there in Kearney. It's aces. I haven't heard of it. Let's hop in the car and do it. Then now I'm thinking about like I'm going to drive you right to the spot. It's the Sopranos when Sill killed uh, Adriana. Took her into the woods because he knows the spot, and there's no nobody's ever in there. Our whole state is for burial, constant burial. You just have to you know leave no traces. But if I can think that way, not a murderer. <laughs> Then the murderers are thinking that way. So if Brian Laundrie was driving the country looking around, he was looking for hiding places. He's, he's doing Easter egg uh, hunt three days early. Yeah. He said, oh, that's a good hiding spot. Like what we do for the Easter keg. All year long, I'm looking around. Ooh, that's a good one. I'll remember that for next year. He's doing it, except for without kegs, he's doing it with girlfriends. And I got a meme this weekend that made me search to see if the shirt was real or Brian Laundrie hugging his girlfriend there, that Gabby girl. Oh, and it's got a picture of O.J. Simpson. This is WWOJD. Yeah. I... And I searched the internet far and wide for that shirt. Couldn't get it. But I did find one that is a picture of O.J. that says Lady Killer, and that's on the way. <laughs> I got that in my Anne Frank shirt. I don't know that I'll ever wear them out of the house, but I really like having them on the rack. Good stuff. John, did Trump give Dog a pass? Because last I heard, wasn't he stuck in Mexico, couldn't even get back into the country? Yeah, I don't know how Dog's story went, because for a while there, he was just done. 
Like, yeah, because remember he was yeah he was in Mexico was City for a little bit. He's like, got he's a little jam. Back. He's never coming. He's a felon. He shouldn't have been down there. And now he's. He, right. They said if he came back, he'd go straight to jail. And then he had to go to some trial for that. Evidently, he got like the Medal of Honor and was exonerated for that. Now he's in a swamp looking for. I tell days. you what, Judge, <laughs> the next criminal that comes up that you need found, I'm on the case. Yeah, for I'll free. help look for all wanted. You move that boat for the dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dog. What's he doing here? Isn't this sort of like Tom he's Selleck? walk into the mangrove over there. Like if Tom Selleck drove up in the Ferrari, we'd all think he's lost his mind, right? <laughs> he's a TV detective. Like if Matlock were here, we would laugh and send him home. But Dog gets a pass. He's a real bounty hunter. For- no, he's not. He and the guide that he has, those two people, are going to be able to cover some serious grounds in that swamp. Oh, sure. Two people. Yeah, two dudes in leather. And 20 boats watching. Ugh. Dog's covered in leeches now, too, which is even better. He's tick dip that dog. I'm impressed because society's fallen completely and utterly apart. And I I don't know. And you know what else is bothering me, Brady? I'm just going to go on a little thing. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, to the marketing team of DraftKings. Uh, rhyming is hard. It's no stressy Jesse. <laughs> right. When, no stressy Jesse after the line. It is automatica martin grammatica that's like saying grapefruit and dragon fruit rhyme they don't automatica and grammatica don't rhyme it's stop it and you're and that little clever face she has i it, she i want to punch her in the face too make it <laughs> yes. rain yeah it's automatica martin grammatica no stressy jesse martin got it right that's how you rhyme martin nailed it jesse don't do it jesse his nickname is automatica grammatica which is just kind of sing-songy flowy. It isn't <laughs> right, a rhyme. Right. They based the whole ad campaign. And how come DraftKings can't get a superstar? I get Jamie yeah, Foxx. How many dramatics were there? Half, no, I was wondering, is that the Martin guy originally? Is that the daughter of the guy who started Maybe Martin Gramatica started it himself. I don't know. Or she's the person. But, but, but She would say that. But who would say, oh, what a coup. We got Martin Gramatica as our spokesperson. Like, uh, okay. They got Jamie Foxx, and the other guy got Ben Affleck. Jamie Smoove. You got Jamie Smoove and Pat Oswalt. too. You got, like, loads of these great spots going on in it. Martin Gramatica is our guy? Okay. That's how big we are. Okay. And her blocky face oh, is weird. Well, I'm not going to get into that, Toledo. That's just picky. But you're right. It is. <laughs> you're 100% right. Her face is blocky. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's been bothering me all weekend because they ran that spot a hundred times. That is Automatica. Martin Grammatica. I'm like, no, no stretchy, Jesse. Like, ooh, is this about rhyming? Because you're bad at it. And Grapefruit. Think, dragon think, fruit. Nope, you don't understand rhyming. I think they put him in front of a green screen, too, because they couldn't get him on a field. Again. Right. Well, he's not flying all the way over there for this. He's Martin <laughs> Grammatica, for God's sake. Right. We had we'll Bill, come to you. Remember, Bill Grammatica came in here. You weren't here then. Uh-uh. Bill Grammatica was a regular guest on the show for like was great. six, seven weeks. And uh, he, uh, I don't know if we can tell tales out of school, but he banged some chick that he met in the crowd. And we found out about it here. She was pretty, too. She yeah. Was like, she came in and told us the story. Very pretty girl. And uh, she's like, yeah, I, I was at the game, and he was kicking field goals before the game, and they didn't have the net up, and one of them hit me in the face. And he came over and was super sweet, and he's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Gets a glimpse of this chick, and he's like, I'd love to make it up to you. And she's like, sure. So she gets a call from him and says, hey, you want to come over? Uh, real quick and she's like I guess 
I think they'd gone to dinner once or something. And then so she's like, sure. And she's like, hurry up. Hurry up and get over here. It's like, all right. I'll be there. It's Automatica, Bill Grammatica, because that rhymes. And she drove all the way over to his house and gives him the old high hard one. And then he's like, you got to get out of here. He's like, why? Because my parents will be home any minute. Bill was had, – oh, he oh. had to live with his parents. His parents wouldn't let him not live with them because – All the brothers had to go all through of them. a – yeah. yeah. Martin and Bill, the kickers in the NFL. If it was you like their two-year uh, mission yeah. with their parents. They had Because they, they're afraid that you're going to be in the lifestyle of whoredom and drugs and NFL turns debauchery. Out, and it turns out he was doing it every time he went to Safeway. <laughs> and the girl comes back and she goes, it was so weird because I had to run away to from his out. house. I'm like, he's a prof-. And so we asked him and he's like, hey, I have to live with my parents. He's like, I don't want people to know that. <laughs> Like, well, you got to tell the girls you're boning to shut up then because they told us, and this is hilarious. My brother's bumming out because he's coming up next year. <laughs> right. Yeah, and another kicker in the family <laughs> that's stressed out. And they're like, all right, Martin, you're on your own. What do you think's going to happen when mom and dad leave you after two years of. But that girl was pretty. He got grounded. What are you doing jumping after the. <laughs> and then he blew his knee up celebrating. <laughs> Bill Grammatica, not as automatic. <laughs> Don't stress me, Jesse. Oh, man, her smug little face like they've done something clever. It's just so bad. Anyway, sorry. I digress. The things that bother me. It does make you think, though, when you see that right off the bat, you're like, who is that? Martine Grammatica. Automatica Grammatica. Jesse. Oh, Jesse. I have no idea who Jesse is. She's some blockhead. That no one, one knows. Yeah, no one knows. And it's not like she's especially great at it. But whatever. Beat everyone else out on hey, the look, auditions. I didn't win any gambling this weekend, which is the reason I'm kind of mad. Yeah, I went over. Oh, I'm I'm not even trying anymore. I'm I'm way too addicted yeah, to the crushed. big. I'm way too addicted to the heavy hit. Like I, oh, if I see too. plus I twenty thousand, like single what is game that? parlays yeah. yesterday, and I was like, like plus twelve hundred. That's nothing. It was like a plus two hundred thousand that Terry Bradshaw threw a touchdown yesterday. I was like, oh, he might come back. <laughs> There's a chance. He, I don't know if he's on the active roster, but there's a good chance he might. Something might bounce off his head or something. Oh, look, he's near a field. Yeah, it could well, happen. At this point. Dear Mr. Hanratty. <laughs> if Terry Hanratty came back in for one yard. <laughs> I just need Hanratty to get one yard. It's a million dollars. Is he still alive? I don't know. <laughs> if Terry Hanratty can just, just muster a first down, that's all I need. Who is Terry Hanratty? Trust me, it's a bet. Shut up. I'm not going for anything normal. And again, we're at that stage now where every Monday or Sunday night I start hearing from friends going, my 19 parlay missed by one. I'm like, that's, I think that's what's the design. I think that's what parlay means in Italian. Right. <laughs> You're going to miss by one. I've never heard anybody, I've hit all nine of my parlay. It's always, I missed stupid Stanford, beat Oregon. <laughs> There's you always have, if you one. Have a nine leg I mean, parlay, you're doing some yeah, that's Paul amazing. Sura. I know. Paul Sura lost nine? it on the Oregon Stanford game. I thought the I, trust and me, that was the one. That was the one. Eight for nine. Oh, lost it on the Oregon Stanford. Cannot, I don't want to see him today. No. Who gave him the app? <laughs> yeah, I don't want him to. He's great at that stuff. But eight out of nine. Is he's going to pick mostly favorites. He? And he goes, and then the one goddamn upset is the easiest one. And I'm exactly. like, oh, he's boy. not that good at it. Well, he's good at it. But eight out of Chosen nine. Eight. Look, eight out of nine should get you something. It's get your money back. Like at the the guys every now and then tell that story walking in I Vegas. Know. Hey, shouldn't I get something for this? Is ninety seven percent? Come here. into this room over here. I'll tell you what you get. You get nothing. You get two thumbs that don't break. <laughs> yeah, it's you get you get the honor and try again. I don't know. It's uh, but the the betting slips are everywhere, and uh, I'm getting text. From, I'm not doing it 
much. But I had the stupid bet that we had on Thursday to try to win. I got to do something better because this is for charity, what we're doing on Thursdays. And I'm digging a hole, man. <laughs> There's no possible way. None of us can win because we're all so stupid trying right. to – we're swinging for grand slams and no right. one's on. Brady won a low one. Tame it, I won a really tame low Tame it down. One. Keep it down to plus 650. Yeah. Nothing, uh, just nothing above. Give yourself a chance. Matriculate yeah. down the gambling field. I'm trying to hit five run home runs. I don't know what's going on with my bets. I, I, I'm having fun. But I it's, did hit one this weekend. What'd you get? $11.74. That's a win, Brady. What was the bet? $5. On? Um, it was a high state. Um, See, I won't even wager five dollars because I'm like I don't even. I and that's the problem. You end up betting on your team too. You bet five dollars on Ohio State. I bet I'm doing all five dollar bets. See, to me, five dollar bets are what you do with an uncle. You get in a gambling app, go for it, and that's my issue. Yeah, that's. There's where one eight hundred next step. <laughs> but I'm doing it one at a time with the stupidest bet you can find because I find it to be one of these days if one hits. It makes up for all of it. But chances are none of the things I'm betting on are ever going to hit. Ever. Nah, Jay Harris scores four touchdowns. But I think about last year, Chase Claypool for the Steelers had four touchdowns in one game. That would have been a ridiculous payout. And I would have bet it. Four touchdowns from one dude? Pays twenty grand on a $100 bet? <laughs> okay. I'll throw a C note at that. It's never going to occur. You have to, I mean, you have to strike the center of the bullseye so hard. But I am having fun doing it. And I did bet on the WNBA yesterday. And? Uh, and like everything with the WNBA, as a man, I lost. <laughs> I just threw a That's bet. That's your second bet on well, yeah, the WNBA. Yeah, because it was like plus 750. And I just, I, you know why I do it? Because I want to keep that one dude who's probably got a meeting with his boss every Monday going, all right. Whatever you're doing is drawing nobody. We had zero bets on all our games yesterday. I wanted to start giving it to hey, a yeah, somebody, leader. Somebody made a bet on the Aces. Somebody said the Aces were going to win by 30. Let them win. How am I the to know? The one guy in charge of setting the odds for the yeah. WNBA. He's sitting going to be right out of here. That dude has scars all over his body. Yeah. There's no way the guy that sets the line for you're WNBA. You're scaring people off. He's a cutter. He's got to be. No, I think he's like a 75-year-old dude who's been doing it for 60 years, and this is yeah. all he can get right He's retired, anymore. and he's like, this is the only thing I know. Yep. Plus or he's a, five. Or it's a lesbian. And speaking or of, Buffalo lesbian. Bills game yesterday, Beth Moen was the broadcaster. Isn't she, oh. like, locally on the call a lot up there, though? In Buffalo? God, I don't I know. They're, so. they're going to hire after yesterday's she's... game. Shut out. Oh. Oh, she's the charm. Yeah, she's the charm. Look out. And it's not so much. Look, people always get on me like, you don't want a girl to broadcast the games. No, I don't. Because no man and no, you've never been in a a Hooters or a a sports bar of any sort where you hear guys go, shut up, you guys. I want to hear the ladies talking. It's never been something we've begged for. (laughs) We've never wanted more women talking during football. Sorry that hurts people's feelings. I'm 100% right across the board about this. There isn't a man out there that says, I want to hear more from the ladies during sports. It's never been a thing. But they've shoehorned their way in. And Beth Moen, fine, knows the game. I'm not saying it's impossible to know the game. We just don't want to hear female voices during the game. Almost all of us. She pukes. And it offends me as a professional broadcaster because that's one of the first things – you're taught, and like that's one of the first signs you know whether somebody's got it or not. 
is that they're pukers. Brockmeyer made fun of it in an entire series. Men do it all the time, and they get ridiculed for it and run out of Dodge. Brenneman was borderline. Well, and the but thing, then you meet Tom, and you realize yeah, Tom that's pukes how he talks. for dinner. Like, yeah. I'm going to have this for dinner tonight, and it's going to be fantastic. But to puke it out, Tom would really have to. It, that's the difference. And that's the thing you see with, with Beth, because when she gets in a conversation with the people in the booth, she can have it normally, and then when she turns back to the game. Now it's time to get back exactly. to the ball game. That's exactly what happens. Single-syllable words that end up lasting like eight yep. seconds. That was a heck of a play. What are you doing to the end of that word? I'm puking it out as yeah, a freshman would at Ball State University broadcasting. It's what everybody makes fun of with it. So nobody, because she's a woman, because she's uh, groundbreaking, nobody will ever say Beth Moen pukes all her words. And that's just, that is low-level bargain basement uh, uh, Bush League broadcast technique. It is. It flat out is. And if a guy does it, we ridicule him for it. Greg Schulte, he's a puking machine down there with the Diamondbacks. That's all I've made fun of for years. Not a soul ever emails me. Go, why do you do that to Greg? Greg knows he pukes. He's the boy Beth Mullen. I think they sound exactly the same. Diamondbacks on the field tonight. And I tell you what, that Chad Tracy used to get under my skin, but not quite like this team does. 110 losses. Oh, boy. Isn't that right, Candy? That's yeah, Candy. Tell them all about it. It's just it's the puke thing is when you pull your head back and make your chin bury your vocal cords. <laughs> that and sing song. Those are the two things you're like. This guy will never be anything. Yeah. There's certain people who talk when they talk on the radio, and that ends up being sort of this thing where you feel like you're oh, you're going to get seasick. Just wait for the female Gus Johnson. Oh, seasons away. Oh, we're uh, you're right. Unfortunately, you're a hundred. Oh, geez, look at the surprise play, rock player. <laughs> Jay Gutentag, uh, the lady of the uh, audience. I have feelings behind female commentators. I hate them, especially on football. It's as bad as Dick's voice on your show. By the way, without Brett, that doesn't mean you get more talk time. So Stow it, Dingy. She's, she's putting it to you there. <laughs> Anyway, again, we have to, as men say, okay, I hope you guys break that ceiling and everything's great and blah, blah, blah. Deep down, none of us want it. Not a soul wants it. Will we tolerate it? Sure. Do we want it? No. I never wanted Dan Fouts on in my game. Yeah. I'm so glad he retired. It was painful. There's plenty of male broadcasts, but we can, we can bash. And what's going on with Tony Romo's hair? He dyed his hair black. Like He looks like Johnny Cash now. I don't know. He and Drew Brees are having a contest for weirdest head. Yeah, interesting uh, get-ups. The other one was, um, I didn't know he was in calling college football, but RG3. In oh, the is he? With somebody. Is he any good? I thought he was still on a roster. He's he's. Probably not terrible. Not, not bad, but he might be. I didn't recognize I, him. I did. First. I thought he was still on a roster. He might be. Very possible. Anyway. Yeah, watch Brockmeyer. And he's he's the epitome of the washed-up, old-fashioned, puke-it-all-out. Bob Euchre. Euchre never puked. Euchre was a no, but he And he would make fun of oh, that Oh, he fact. made fun of the pukers like yeah. crazy. Just a bit outside. Yep. Where you'd, for no reason, say words that you just throw them up. 
but Beth Moen. I was like, oh, the Bills game. I want to see this Bills team because the Steelers beat them. And I'm like, what did we beat here? And, you know, what's funny, at at one time, for a long time, that's why you don't hear it too often. But if you're a broadcaster or in the radio field on, on the air, every once in a while you'll hear, well, give me your radio voice. Yeah. No, Brady. They say Give me that your broadcast you. voice. <laughs> Brady, they say I, that to They've you. never said it to me. <laughs> People are like, wait, you're on the radio? Yeah. Prove it. No, I am. I'm serious. Uh, I don't hear that too often. I don't. Boy, you got a voice for radio. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. People are like, you must put one on. Do your radio voice. I'm doing it. Well, what kind of audience are you talking on, to? I hate it when people say that to me. Hey, boss, give me your... Uh... So what do you do for a living? I do a radio show. Oh, I hear it now. I'm like, I'm not... Come on. This is just how I sound. Oh, I hear it now. You're putting it on. Oh, yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly right. I'm here to tell you that it hurts to pee, doctor. And I'm doing it with a very clear diction. <laughs> you step I? it up. I do a radio program. Yes, my diction is clear, but my dick is not. It hurts to pee. Help me out. Anyway. Football. Cardinal fans fly high today, but do not mention the power rankings. That is a douche move. It is a thing that no one should pay attention to. Because you're just going to get knocked well, down. Well, beyond that, it's, an, it's not a stat. It's, it's, what girls, it's what women would do in the office. Right. It's what Beth would do downstairs. Not Moen, but the old Beth that used to come in and talk about Austin Collie's big day because she had a jersey of his, and she thought everybody thought he was the best receiver like she did. She didn't know anything about football it's like at all. trying to BCS the NFL. That's all you're oh, yeah, doing is yeah. doing a coach's poll. Exactly. And it's not even an official one. It's right. just some writer. Then right. Hensus decides they're good. Well, every website has one. ESPN has theirs. A perfect example, though. Beth, when she worked here downstairs and would wander around and talk about Austin Collie. Oh, yeah. And why did she like Austin Collie? Because it's hot. He was Peyton's receiver. But, but her thing was, you should like him too, John, because he went to Pittsburgh. Oh, that's right. But he went to Pittsburgh, Kansas. <laughs> the small school. <laughs> Not the one in Pennsylvania where the big Pittsburgh. No, no, no. It's got a name, Pittsburgh. You should like she didn't all yeah. of them. So she was all an expert on Austin College. Where do you think worship. they got that name? She Bro. would be the first one to wander around going, Cardinals are one in the power rankings. They're one. How are you oh, not a God. Dan Marino and Tony Dorsett fan? Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. And Aaron Donald. <laughs> right, I am. <laughs> you should like them. They went to Pittsburgh. Yeah, one without an H. And I know you don't know where to put it in the word. I know that. <laughs> I know I just... Your I'm giving you the H. You tell me where to put it. Throw an H in Pittsburgh and tell me where it goes. Shut up, you Dak. <laughs> Cardinals are one. That's how you know somebody doesn't know what they're Cardinals are one in power ranking. My Ugh. friend goes to Carnegie Mellon's. <laughs> well, at least I got that close. It's in the right city. Anywho, uh, what's on the big board of musical treats? We don't have Bert here today. We don't, but it's still the Action Ride Shop Wake Up Song Board from our Facebook page. Oh. Uh, the first quote on there, or the first request, 311, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know Did if that's a song, a song or if that's a, if if that's just an exclamation. Nope, I'll rerun nine eleven. <laughs> it's better for your ears to hear nine eleven. Uh, apparently, it's Lejean's birthday from Seven Dust. Oh, so done. We had a couple of requests there. Done. All right, which let's one do. You want? Uh, it's not a wake up song, but uh, Angel Sun. Angel Sun's so good. Ah, it's, you can't do it for a wake up song. Uh, what do I go through? My we got set? denial. We got black. Oh, we got oh, uh, oh, waffle. All good. All good. Um, Oh, I want to hear something different. <laughs> Come on, Ray. <laughs> oh, I'll get it. Hold on. Uh, I love Enemy. Enemy? Oh, Enemy's good. Waffle. Bitch. Uh, we'll go with Enemy, just because okay. it's familiar to everybody. And it's Lejean's. It's, you know, we want to get some of his fine work out there. That's a good one. 
Good stuff. Yeah, I just – that power ranking thing drives me nuts. I think it should be added in any um, sponsor of the Cardinals right now. Put it in your commercials. Yeah, absolutely. But that's a lot of power rankings this week. <laughs> for, don't even say this week. Just say we're number one in power rankings. Just because you can run it later just in oh, case yeah. they don't Oh, yeah, you can run off. with it longer. Yeah, you can just ride it until they don't. That's a team, though. That's a legit squad yesterday. They, they proved a lot of people who were like, last question, can they play a legitimate team uh, crisply and well-coached? And they did. I, I was on the outside. Yes, Aaron, this is the test. This Look, is the test. I was on the outside of that pool not ready to jump in to say that they're that good yet because I hadn't seen them play a well-coached game. I've seen a lot of athletes doing a lot of great things, and they're loaded with talent. I had not seen the coaches win a game. Yesterday they did. The game plan was ridiculous. Uh, Kyler Murray wasn't scrambling all over the place. They held that defensive line in check. Their plan was to get the ball loose free and fast, and, they, man, they, that was good. Spread it out. They got it out there. So the Cardinals are a legitimate contender right now. The only people that can blow it is them. I thought they would be last in this division this year as, and win 10 games. It's still very possible this thing comes and goes. I mean, remember last year they started off gangbusters and started to crap the bed late in the season. Yeah, I don't see that. Health. I don't see that this year. They, they're loaded and they're deep and they got, they're good. That's a good football team. Big Red Badass. What? What did you just say? You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.